And now, before the next show starts, let's enjoy an intermission. Plenty of time, so visit the snack bar now. Oh, hello, and welcome to Dead City Drive-In Intermission. Our Between Double Features mini-sode where we snack on some tasty table scraps that didn't quite make it with the prime cuts. I'm Chris Holcomb. I'm Brandon Windish, and with us is our guest, Jack Holloway. Hello, thank Hi. you guys. Nice to meet you. Guys, there's a ton of fucking dinosaur movies out there. <laughs> we picked the three that we picked, and the two ultimately that we picked, and we left a lot out. And I think we should take a little bit of time to talk about those bitches. There's a lot. The first thing I want to just mention is the Carnosaur films, uh, which, yeah. when the subject first came up, my immediate thought, and you've got text to prove this, mm-hmm. I immediately thought I was going to pick Carnosaur 2, <laughs> which is, is, like, I hate using the phrase guilty pleasure, mm. but I fucking love Carnosaur 2, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Carnosaur movies, Basically, Roger Corman heard that Jurassic Park was coming out, and he was like, fuck it, we're doing it live. And he put out Carnosaur, he like rushed it into production, it's based, and I, I'm quoting based here on a novel by a guy named like uh, uh, Harry Allen Knight, or Harry something Knight. Harry Balls Knight. <laughs> and, uh, Actually, I think it's Harry Knight Balls. Harry Knight Balls. <laughs> and anyway, so he wrote this book, Carnosaur. It's very loosely based on the novel. It, uh, But it's it's insane. Loose like my it's, stool. <laughs> it's about genetic engineering dinosaurs. The movie version of it has Diane Ladd as a crazy geneticist, uh, John Hammond version. Who, <laughs> so they have to get Laura Dern's mom. Which is, like, in a way, it's like brilliant. It's so Roger Corman it's like yeah we get Laura Dern's mom to play the John Hammond role here and the whole thing is is they like take chicken eggs and they like breed dinosaurs I look it's insane it is what Jurassic Park is not as far as the gore goes it's like Corman read Jurassic Park the novel with all the intestine ripping and was like I guarantee you Spielberg's not gonna do this shit we're gonna put it in our movie and we're gonna make it come out first and the movie Carnosaur is fucking disgusting. <laughs> it, the, it is fucking gross. And well, yeah, it's got Raphael Sabarge in it, man. Come yeah, on. <laughs> as an environmentalist, or no, 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 he's like a, a night watchman who's got to deal with these environmentalists, played by uh, the girl from um, Ghostbusters that gets hit on by Peter Venkman in the beginning. The, that's doing the psychic test, yeah, uh, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Runyon. Runyon. Um, yeah, she's a, uh, she's a, uh, an environmentalist and they're protesting for some, I don't know, I don't know. And dinosaurs run loose in this Do desert. Do you think I have it, Dr. Venkman? I'm so sorry that my phone just interrupted us like that. Did somebody die? Yeah. Jennifer Runyon. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you have a crush. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, anyway, it's... Take that, Zach Bagans. The movie is absolutely insane. It's really, really gory. There's intestine ripping left and right, and it has one of the most cynical endings I have ever seen in a feature film in my entire life. 
and I'm like always torn between like spoiling it and just saying it out loud because I, like I don't know if it's the go ahead and say it, Brandon. Nobody's listening I, anyway. The end of the movie is they they murder. Have you seen it, Jack? I, one of the images that stuck, and I had the same thing where I went in Jurassic Park. Wait, should I do a carnage? No, um, I'll never forget. It's dude, dude in forklift versus T Rex. Yes, right. That's I was like, it's almost. I mean, it's a Ripley ripoff kind of, but I was like, it's kind of cool. Well, it's actually it's there's a, another movie, and I, I it might be Dinosaurus <laughs> with an exclamation mark, where there is a Bobcat versus a T Rex, so and not Bobcat like the animal, ah, yes, <laughs> but the uh, the the you know yellow vehicle that mm-hmm. uh, kids want to play with. Uh, when they're children and they want to do dump drug shit. Um, he, but he fucking gores the T-Rex yeah. with the thing and it rips his intestines out. Yes, complete with strength. really disgusting, like latex dripping, ripping sounds. Chunks of flesh. But no. the movie ends, after they defeat the thing, these dudes show up to Raphael Sabarge in the girl's house. And he's like, hey, we killed the dinosaurs. And like, great. And they machine gun them to death. And then light their corpses on fire with flamethrowers. And that's the end of the movie. And it's like, huh? It's the most mean-spirited ending to a movie I can genuinely think of. It's not like Night of the Living Dead. It's, it, no, it's not. <laughs> you're, you're waiting. I know. You looked right at me, and I'm kind of like, I'm waiting for you to but, say but, it. But, that's the, but that, at least, that seems right. In Carnosaur, you're like, what? It's yeah, it so kind of comes out of left field. field. Yeah. It's so, it's so stupid. Anyway, but that Carnosaur 2, if Carnosaur is like the talky, weird version, Carnosaur 2 <laughs> is the like almost nonstop action. It's like the aliens okay. to Carnosaur's alien. Mm. And it's got, first of all, Miguel Nunez Jr. Damn enchiladas! And he goes one-on-one with the raptor. At a certain point, he's like, come on, motherfucker! And he puts his hands up to fight, and the raptor squeals and, like, hits him with his rubber hands. Dude, it's got a... There's a scene in Carnosaur 2 where a woman is like, we're gonna be okay. They're in an elevator, and I guess it's a velociraptor. I don't know. Dinyakit. What's the other one that's like a velociraptor? The Dinyashis or Dianicus? You guys, do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. Okay, what the fuck you're whatever. About. It's like a fucking. It's a dinosaur. It's a velociraptor. She's like, I think we're gonna be okay. It breaks through this elevator, pulls her up into the elevator. Oh shit! And all the guys are like, Oh shit! <laughs> And then you think that's it. But then it cuts to, like, above in the elevator, and she's like, hey! And she's, like, fending it off. She puts her arm up like this, and the velociraptor bites her arm and rips her arm off. Oh, God. Tearing, like, the flesh rips off, and she starts, like, screaming horribly. And then it comes, and it bites her stomach, and it's, like, shaking, and she's shaking, and it rips her guts out. It's like black blood explodes out of her mouth, and it's disgusting. And then Carnosaur Three is like the same thing. Those, <laughs> and then there's Raptor. And then there's Raptor. Raptor is I've never heard. Raptor is just clips. From it's these. clips from Carnosaur One, Two, and Three Holy edited into a new narrative with Eric Roberts. Nice. And that's the one that's available. To it's stream it's actually free. it's the Shogun Assassin of the Carnosaur movies, really. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Lone Wolf and Cub? No, it's Lone Dinosaur and, you know, Raptor. <clears throat> I legitimately 
legitimately love the Carnosaur films uh, wholeheartedly. Um, that's a lot of uh, adverbs there. <laughs> Fuck you. I used adverbs badly. Badly. Uh, but we got... Th- those are just three. <laughs> what else do we have? What are some other movies here? There's Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, my God. Beekler, man. Oh, my God. Is Beekler? it? No, I don't think it. No, it's not Beekler. Beekler did the Carnosaur movies. Be- Tammy and the T-Rex. <sighs> Tammy and the T-Rex was made by... I just want to watch Brady go. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to... Tammy and the T-Rex was made by some dude who got a phone call... From uh, like an exhibitor, oh, he was an exhibitor. He got a phone call from some guy who was like, "I got an animatronic T Rex that I use for a little little uh, sideshow here. Just comes in, does a thing. Uh, you think you can make a movie out of it?" Oh my and God. this guy goes, "Yup." <laughs> and he goes, "Well, the catch is, I only got this dinosaur for like uh, another two months, so you're gonna have to make a movie real quick." And the guy goes, "No problem." So he made Tammy and the T-Rex, which if you guys haven't seen Tammy and the T-Rex... I've seen it. Do you remember, Chris, when it came out, they finally released the gore cut? Yeah. It was originally it was filmed tame. as an R-rated gore sex comedy, horror film, with Terry Kaiser. <laughs> That's <laughs> Ty Bernie's in there. Yeah. I don't know. Like, we should... Honestly, I would do an entire podcast... <laughs> Just on Tammy episode T-Rex. just about Tammy and the T-Rex because I never it is batshit it is batshit insane I can't I don't even want to get into it because of how it'll just I can it'll go on for 20 minutes it's easy but I highly recommend everybody seek out Tammy and the T-Rex because and isn't that little shit from fucking Children of the Corn in there too yes he is uh, the little Isaac Isaac is it John Franklin is in the movie as uh, the, the the concept is t- <laughs> it's a dinosaur, Malachi. Terry- a dinosaur. <laughs> Terry Kaiser is a mad scientist uh, who is who's like got an got an animatronic T Rex. Yeah, right, right, right. It's, it's not, not a, real a real one. It's an actual robot, and he puts. Paul Walker, yes, his brain, his brain into the T Rex. That's the plot, and Paul and Paul Walker's like in love with his girlfriend Denise Richards. The way he ends goes about killing Paul Walker to get his brain in is he act, he makes him walk through um, a lion preserve, so he gets mauled by lions and cougars, and that's how he dies. So he can pull his brain. It's it's. I don't know what to fucking say. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's wild. And there's a scene where, at the end, Denise Richards does a striptease for the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking bizarre. It's... The whole movie's bizarre. There's <laughs> a point where, like, the, the T-Rex is trying to call her on the, the payphone and shit. And yes. then afterwards, goes and starts sticking his finger in the coin slot to oh. see if it's... No, that's Little Shop of Horrors. Is that Little Shop of Horrors? That's, you're, you're mixing the two up. You're totally mixing the two up. Am I really? Yeah. In Little Shop of Horrors, it does that. It, like, goes to make the call and then puts its finger in the the coin return to, like, eh. see. But it could very well be in Tammy and the T-Rex, honestly. I could have sworn. It's a fucking insane movie. But they released the movie in this, like, PG-13 cut, and it's, like, the tone is bizarre. But the original version of it was discovered by, I want to say, Vinegar Syndrome. I could be wrong, but the same guys that... Didn't they find Miami Connection? Mm-hmm. And they... 
put in this like ex- sequences of gore where the T-Rex goes and gets revenge and rips people's heads off. And it's not too dissimilar from Carnosaur in the gory head ripping action. Uh, and, yeah, because and- there's that whole sequence, I think, you know, where it's in the parking lot of the, the school or something. And it goes around and starts pulling heads off. It's it's insane, and it's streaming right now on Shutter. If you have a subscription yeah. to Shutter, <laughs> fucking stop listening to this podcast and watch fucking Tammy and the T Rex. No, no, no. Keep listening, and then once we're done, okay, then you can go and watch. Smash that subscribe button. <laughs> so anyway, Tammy and the T Rex. This this came during this glut of dinosaur films that happened in the nineties, and we've got a list here. We could kind of talk about a lot of these movies really quickly. Name them almost one after another. Uh, what else do you have, Jack? What's another one? Uh, one that sticks out to me is is Theodore Rex. It's <laughs> a future, and I, it's been I watched it when it first came out. Well, yeah, but it's a kitty movie, uh, and I was, was kiddish. Um, yeah, it's a futuristic buddy cop, Whoopi Goldberg, and a fucking T Rex, but a T Rex in the style of like the TV show Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I wonder if they had one of those. It, it reminds me of like Robbie. Yeah, like he's got like the. The spikes that kind of yeah. flip over like cool He's hair. Got a bad attitude. Yeah, yeah. But if you ever wanted a buddy cop movie with Whoopi Goldberg and a and a dinosaur in a tight was... leather black yeah. leather costume, Strange. you know, there's a there's Strange. like an oral history about that movie out there that it was supposed to be some, again, it was supposed to be something else what? turned into something else, what? like Cop and a Half. Exactly, like Cop and a Half. It was supposed to be Filmed a beat Tampa. for beat remake of Cop and a Half <laughs> <laughs> with a dinosaur. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I almost said Dirt Reynolds. Oh. What else do we have, Chris? What's another one? Uh, well, one of my personal favorites, man, and I don't know if it's it's a complete dinosaur movie per se, but the entire, you know, climax of this movie is a T-Rex in a fucking high school gym being battled by Raphael Samarge! Is it Carnosaur 5? No, it's my science project. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. Which actually, you know, is, is one of those great, probably one of the, the better films that Dennis Hopper made in the 1980s when he was completely coked out of his mind. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Um, you've got... I think uh, the movie's lost. Like, can you... Is that movie available to find these days? I have a copy of it. <gasps> do you really? I do. Come to Chris's house. Sweet. We, we, we could actually probably do a screening at my house, yes. Oh, wow. Holy I shit. do have a copy of it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, John Stockwell's the lead in that. You've got Fisher Stevens oh, in that what? movie. Number Danielle five. von Zernak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Dennis Hopper. And it's about this kid that uh, he's failing a science class and he, of course, has to you know, kind of like Bill and Ted, you mm-hmm. know, you're going to fail, but you better do something impressive for your project, your science project. And so they live out in, like Arizona and shit. So he goes out to like, you know, the boneyard that they have out there where the Air Force, you know, stores all of its, you know, airplanes and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he winds up finding this alien device like buried in a bunker underneath where, you know, they have all these aircraft stored and everything so he takes it home and you know he's a bit of a, a gearhead and everything so he kind of cleans it up and everything and while he's messing around with it he realizes that you know by opening certain panels and doing things with it it, it engages whatever it is in terms of it's like an alien warp drive or some shit so it's like masters of the universe kind of sort of yeah like yeah. the cosmic key yeah uh and it begins to you know, start warping time and space. And so like within the high school, you know, they take it to show it to Dennis Hopper and he gets all whacked out with it and playing around with it. 
and in a sequence that's kind of reminiscent of the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, he disappears and the Viet Cong wind up showing up in the high school what? and dinosaurs because things are kind of morphing in and out of time, you know, within within the high school itself. So, and there's just that big sequence where they have fucking M16s and they're going does the to dinosaur town. look good? Uh, not too bad, especially when they shoot the fucking M249 grenade launcher into its belly, Sweet. and you've got this dead dino laying on its side, yeah. you know, with this giant crater and ribs and shit, because they've blown this dino up. It's from not the CGI. No, it's not. It's it's real. <gasps> it's real. Well, speaking of Dennis Hopper, we also have the king of all <laughs> dinosaur movies, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Oh my god! Again, I feel like <sighs> that could be a whole podcast Jeez. unto itself. If if Jurassic Park was one of the most I ought, Super Mario Brothers is too, but for the uh, exact opposite reason, <laughs> I never I legitimately have never been more confused. I went in, I was like, "This is gonna be so cool." I know I forget I, I might have my timeline messed up. I think the Mortal Kombat movie came after it did, yeah. Um, but this is the first time I was like, I was so excited. I was like, Mario the big screen, and then just what's going on? I don't like. They've got jump boots, and there's dinosaurs, and Princess Peach, and the, but not... No, Daisy. Daisy! Right, yeah. right, 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 Daisy. Um, and then just nothing makes sense. And it's also got... Open the door, get on the floor, everybody want that dinosaur. Dude, there's the... a very tragic shot of the World Trade Center. Oh, that's right. It yeah. Oh, yeah. It where dissolves. Oh, no, it dissolves right. from the top to the bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. It fucking sucks. I was like, oh, that's sad. That's really sad. Here, here's something crazy. So, uh, when that it came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Yes. And Carnosaur. Oh, my God. Now, again, I was at that safe that same fucking you save <laughs> and there was a magazine that I, I I'm sure it only lasted like two or three issues max mm. but there was a magazine called Fantazone clearly trying to cash in on Fangoria right yes. on the cover the the cover picture was goddamn Carnosaur wow and then on the side was Super Mario Brothers Jurassic Park was on the very bottom Bing. And so I bought this magazine. Oh, and Jason Goes to Hell. Oh, nice. Same okay. summer. Yeah. Wow. Kind of an interesting, great summer. I got this magazine. I remember reading in the magazine, they had a whole thing about Super Mario Brothers. And it was, they were talking about their concept for the movie. Mm-hmm. And how they did it, like, built it on this set. And how they tried to incorporate all of these elements from the video game, but in a different scenario. So when I saw the movie, I was aware of the filmmaker's intent. So it wasn't so like discombobulated to me. When I went and saw the movie, I was so I was like, I knew it was gonna look kind of dystopian. Mm-hmm. I knew it was gonna kinda look like Blade Runner. Like shitty Blade Runner. I but I was still so like thrown off by so much about the movie. And at the end of the day I was like the fuck is King Koopa? Di- what the fuck? He's supposed to be a dragon. And then there's a chimpanzee. <laughs> oh my god! <sighs> Mario Brothers, the movie is like. And you would think with Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo and Fisher Stevens. And Fisher Stevens was he in that? Yes. Oh my goodness! He plays one of the Koopa kids. Oh my god! Kind of. Kind of. Oh my god! 
Oh, it's insane. What a bizarre... Did, am I crazy? Did he have a super scope? Yes. Yes. And they, and they shoot Koopa with the super scope. That's right. But the elements are there. It's like they, it's kind of like what they did with Street Fighter the movie. Where they were yes. like, let's try to make it make sense. Or like be realistic. It's a dark gritty. Yeah. It's so they're like, Mario well, how are the Marios going to... And gonna... instead, that's the movie that we've left our lasting impressions of Raul Julia with. Yes. Yeah, Aww. exactly. Exactly. But General like, Bison. They kind of go, he's like, how do we make... Mm. No. <laughs> he's committed, but he's not wonderful. <laughs> well, you, he, like, he's fun to watch, okay? The day Bison graced your village. For you, oh, yeah. or for you, it was the most important day of your life. For me. For me, it was Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. He's swinging for the fences. I dig yeah, it. Yeah, funny <laughs> Um... But Mario, okay, so Mario Brothers is a fucking insane movie. I all again, I always recommend people smoke a bowl and watch Mario because <laughs> it's fucking a wild trip oh. of a movie. That's for sure. <laughs> Visually, it's very interesting. Um, and those directors, those guys that did a husband and wife team that directed Max Headroom, wow. and also a uh, TV show of yeah, and also a, a Elvis Costello music video for Accidents Will Happen, which is actually really cool. Wow. Um, but they're also fucking egomaniacs, and they destroyed the movie. <laughs> so, Super Mario Brothers, goddamn. I hate Declan McManus. <laughs> Fuck you! Uh, what else do we have? Uh, what else do we got here, Chris? Another one of my all-time favorites, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Claude Rains as Professor Challenger. Right? Is that the one you're talking about? No, I'm talking about fucking James Mason, man. James Mason and Pat Boone. What movie am I thinking of? I have no idea, but you're not thinking of the right fucking movie. What's the movie where the giant spider comes down when they're in the cave and it's like it glows That's red? Lord of the Rings, man. And the di- and the dinosaurs are like lizards with things stuck to their well. Like, glued th- to there them. are there are lizards that actually have like the di- dimetrodons and everything. Are they put a big you know fin, you know sail fin on the back of of some lizards and everything? But no, it's, it's James Mason. James Mason. James Mason. James Mason. Yeah, James Mason. Right. Hey, hey, hey. That's right. I'm so. Oh, glad we could be here today. <laughs> did the whole podcast like this. Yes, James Mason's here to tell you about. Oh snap! Lawrence Caston just came in. <laughs> Everybody, calm down. I want to talk oh to you about God, my Lawrence. new film, Gremlins Three. It's great. It's brilliant. It's Gremlins and the Kremlin. It's not too dissimilar from my film Dreamcatcher. Perhaps you've seen it, starring Thomas Jade, directed by me and written by my favorite author, Stephen King. There was a time when I worked with Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, and we discussed Indiana Jones' motivation. And of course, we decided that he would have an underage girlfriend, because that's the best kind of girlfriend a band can have. Lawrence Kasdan here uh, also directed Mumford. And I love you to death. I'm gonna die. I think you just broke Jack, man. All right. Well, obviously we're not gonna get through Journey to the Center of the Earth. So. Oh boy, I love it. So I always said that like there's only like three impressions I could do. Oh, it's so it's good. It's Lawrence It says nothing like him. It's not at all. It's James Mason. Because you know, the, there's a little bit more of this with, oh, with no, Lawrence Kasdan talks. You know, he's a little more nasal. Like, I just like to make up the voice because nobody knows what he really sounds like, and I was like, that alone tickles me. But then the voice tickles me. And I just can't, I can't do it. I love it. Did you- so Journey to the Center of the Earth is old school, but then there's also the Ooh, Lost Jules World. Burn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is, which Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. And there have been several iterations Brian. of that. Yeah. 
Um, and also, there's there's some obscure, more obscure ones like the Land Unknown or uh, the Lost Continent. There's something very similar about those two films: the Land Unknown and the Lost Continent. Yeah, there, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's maybe it has something to do with dinosaurs. <laughs> but then, of course, we have the probably honestly, honestly, you guys, no jokes. This is serious. Okay. Are you totally serial? Yes, You're absolutely. Serial. He's being serial. The probably the best movie on this list, realistically. I mean, if you really think about it, the best movie on this list is probably Peter Himes' film A Sound of Thunder. <laughs> well, it could have been. <laughs> and you can hear all about it on our other podcast, It Could Have Been. It could have been. Oh. Uh, no, A Sound of Thunder obviously is one of the worst movies ever made. I don't know about even that. It's Look, it's got dinosaurs in it, so it's not that bad. I, like, it can't be all that bad. It was a movie, you know, when the first time I saw A Sound of Thunder, I was stoned as fuck. And I was like, what the fuck? I saw it like on video, and I was like, what's everybody talking about? This fucking movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> and I still kind of feel that way about when I watch it. I'm like, no, amazing. it's great. The concept is great. Like, don't step on a butterfly because a fucking hurricane will happen in your asshole. <laughs> and then that'll mean that Hitler never was a puppet that could be in something. I have no idea. No, like, the premise is great. It's like they developed this mechanism to time travel. Mm-hmm. So you idea, can go on a big safari to shoot fucking dinosaurs. That's right, and hunt a T-Rex. But the idea is you have to go on this path. Path. And, and you have to make sure that the dinosaur was going to die of natural causes anyway. Right, so you don't change the future. But one dickhead, at least in the movie, I, I swear, he like steps on, or he strays off the path. Whatever. He takes a shit in the woods. Yeah, he ends up like jacking off on a dragonfly. <laughs> and the next thing you know, uh, the shit hits the fan. They go back in time. The only shit hits to find the fern, not the fan. The world is the overrun with CGI vines, and the subway is full of mosasauruses. There's also, of course, One Million Years B.C. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with Raquel Welch? Yeah, yeah buddy! Man, there's yeah. a look on Chris's face. Hey. <laughs> it's Raquel Welch, dude. It's got a cave, cave, the cave ladies. Speaking of sexy cave ladies, Caveman. Uh, yeah. Starring Barbara Bach. Rick, is Barbara Bach, who, I, you know, she takes the cake to me over uh, Raquel Welch. I prefer Barbara. I prefer Raquel, so that's well, fine. Well, fuck you. Yeah. Well, what do you know? No, yeah, I don't want to. No. <laughs> oh, um, but also, you know, Caveman was written and directed by Carl Gottlieb, the writer of <gasps> Jaws, Jaws and yeah. The Jerk. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Starring Ringo Starr. Star. And, and his uh, wife, Barbara Bach. And his wife, Barbara Bach. Uh, it's a weird, weird movie. But it does have a great stop-motion dinosaur by uh, David Allen. The late, great David Allen, who uh, picked up basically where Harryhausen left off. Um, And I really don't think anything about dinosaurs is complete without talking about David Allen, who was a brilliant stop-motion animator. He also did robot jocks. Yeah, well, we also, if we're going to do that, then we need to bring up Phil Tippett, too. Oh, Yeah, Phil Tippett's a genius. I mean, he's a genius, and he kind of, in the same ilk as uh, David Allen... Um, oh, yeah. Phil Tippett's the guy that went through and he was doing all the, the dinosaur work for Jurassic yeah. Park stop motion. And then when he looked at it, he said, yep. well, this CGI shit's way better than my stuff. All right. Fuck it. I'm, I'm obsolete now. Oh, yeah. But he, but he, he, he actually uh, figured out how to 
parlay his talents yes. into... Well, he actually created the idea of mocap, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he wound up doing is he That's took right. a, a maquette model, and by doing stop-motion with the maquette yeah, model, it, right it fed the, it right into the computer. That's yeah, so cool. And yeah. he, what was it? He's the reason the, oh, looks like I'm extinct. He gave that to Spielberg's like, oh, yeah. that's a good line. Put it in there. That's yeah. cool. Phil Tippett. Um, rest in peace. The, uh, no, he's, uh, he's, he's still, still alive. Yeah, he's, <laughs> <laughs> the last five people that we said are dead are still alive. Your phone just like, lit up. Raquel Welch is dead. Oh, no, no, she's not. Uh, of course, I, we would be remiss if we didn't mention probably the, the greatest trilogy of uh, films ever made. Oh, fuck uh, me, The yes. Prehysteria films uh, starring a young Jack Holloway. That was me. You got me. My stage name is Austin O'Brien. <laughs> In case you guys were wondering what happened to Austin O'Brien. I did Last Action Hero. Uh, I was in Prehysteria. You had to replace yeah. Macaulay Culkin because he died in, yeah. in My Girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Do you use that often, Austin? I, Jack, do you, do you remind people that you were the star of the best Arnold movie and one of the best dinosaur films? I do, and they still don't know. They don't I, care. They don't, they don't care. Oh, and I try to tell them, I was like, it was just ahead of its time. Wow. You uh, you acted opposite it was Robert Prosky, and people still don't give a shit. <laughs> the, the the Bob Prosky from such movies, Gremlins, Gremlins two, two, Lawrence Kasdan's favorite Kasdan's film. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Dave Allen. Uh, I I, I want to. I don't know this for sure, but I feel like Dave Allen did the did the animation for Prehysteria. I could be wrong, but Dave Allen did like the Charles Band stuff, well, like Puppet Master. We can go and we can fucking and Prehysteria is made by Charles Didn't Band's do other dolls company. As well? Yeah, he did do Dolls and the Puppet Master movies. He did. He may have done Prehysteria. I don't know. Uh, but there are three goddamn Prehysteria movies. I did not. I knew about the first one. I had no idea there were yeah, two Yeah, I'm telling more. you, there were, you know, Charles Band, what a lunatic. He he, he did some crazy shit at that time. Um, God bless him. Yeah, Prehysteria, man. One, two, and three. And I'm pretty sure they have exclamation marks at the end of the titles, which makes everything better. Now, we, again, on the line of children's dinosaur films, um, we need to mention... Uh, the greatest, the epic, the saga. epic saga. <laughs> How many movies are there? I was gonna do a uh, the game for the last episode was I, I was gonna do the subtitles of the Land oh, Before Time movies, but yeah. I was like, there's too many. I actually think, okay, here's what we're gonna do right now. Nobody look okay. at your phones. Okay. We're gonna play a quick little mini game. Okay, quick little mini game. We're all gonna guess who how many Land Before Time movies there are total. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll go first. I'm 12. That's insane. I don't, I, there's no, no way. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to go crazier. I think there are 20. 20? I think there are 20. What are these, Air Bud movies? No, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Is that I'm just like, going to say seven. Seven? Yes. All right. All right. Here we go. All right. Come on, Brandon. <clears throat> How many <laughs> land Actually, I'm just going to Google Land Before Time. Why don't we just go, hey, uh, computer lady on my phone. Rebecca. Here we go. Mm. What was it? 7, 12, and 20? Yep. 7, 12, and 20. In the year 2000 14. Oh, my goodness. 14 Land Before Time films. So, wait a second. If this was The Price is Right, you went over 
I'm under. You're the closest because you're under twelve. You said right. I said fourteen. Did you say fourteen? No, wait. No, I said twelve. Roll the tape back. (laughs) Play it again, please. You might have said fourteen. I I said twelve. Okay. Wait. What did I say? I thought you said twelve. Yeah, I said twelve. No, did I? I thought you you might have said fourteen. I don't fucking butter up his asshole. No, I said twelve. Yes, I said said twelve. Wow. Thanks, Dan Aykroyd. You made this a very difficult to remember kind of a night. <laughs> I'm going to real quick read the titles. Subtitles. Two, Great Valley Adventure. Three, The Time of the Great Giving. Oh. Journey Through the Mists. The Mysterious Island. The Secret of Saurus Rock. The Stone of Cold Fire. The Big Freeze. Journey to Big Water. The Great Long Neck Migration. Invasion of the Tiny Sauruses. The Great Day of the Flyers. The Wisdom of Friends and Journey of ball, of the Brave. Not balls. Brave. <laughs> um, anyway, there's a lot of Land Before Time movies. Um, there you go. <sighs> but they're nothing compared to Jack's favorite movie. <gasps> Baby Secret of the Lost Legend. No, I, <laughs> you know, I only have one memory of that movie, and it's I think my sister recorded it on VHS. It had a little tag, a little self-sticker. She wrote yes. her baby. I think it came on Disney like daily, and that's all I remember. Is, and there was a tiny little Brachiosaurus. I think. Is it, Chris? I, did you I, say that that's the William Cat? Is in I that think movie? it was William Cat that was in that movie. Yeah. Oh my god, I want to watch that right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing—it's uh, Mokele and Bembe. It's it's a legend in Africa, and it's Africa's version of the Loch Ness monster. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. The Mokele and Bembe. Is it this guy. an appropriate companion film to Mac and Me? I think it's better than Mac and Me. Oh, shit. Honest. How about, is it appropriate companion film to The Legend of Gatorface? No, actually, I think it's more in line with The Legend of Butterface. Okay, been there. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all, so we all love Jurassic Park. What did you guys think about the sequels? Well, of course, they get incrementally better as the series goes on. <laughs> Just like those damn enchiladas! <laughs> they really, yeah, they really found their stride there towards the end. I, look, I love I love The Lost World. I do too. I, I think hate it, that I movie. think it doesn't get enough credit. You do, yeah. you hate oh, it. I hate it. Honestly, after I saw that movie and then, yeah, two, three, I saw Jurassic World and I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I was like, oh, great. So basically what we're going to do is we're going to do like what they did with uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, it's, it's basically the same fucking movie. Yeah. It's just... Remember? Remember this? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, look. That's, Remember Jurassic dinosaurs? World, Jurassic World always... Uh, see, it, it got... Uh, that's the one where... Uh, Dude's working the, the computer module and he's got the Jurassic Park shirt. And he's like, oh, the first park was legit. I was like, um, to us, the viewer... Uh, in your world, it was a fucking nightmare <laughs> that never opened and killed three, four people. Why would you? Yeah, think so what are you just stupid? talking about the movie in some stupid meta way? Oh, I get oh, it. He's talking about okay. the movie. I, Jurassic World is just always going wink, wink. Do you wink, get wink. it? I was like, oh, I should be watching Jurassic Park instead. No, we have a new dinosaur. It's an Indominus Rex because I have... you know we Verizon presents, and it's kind of like supposed to be like oh. satire. Fun of it? But it's but it's not. 
everything product is like placement. Yes, yeah, but we're but we're acknowledging it, so it's fine. Yeah, like, right. No, this is good writing. No, this is good writing and good filmmaking. And I'll, the Indominus Rex has the same story, I think, as Frankenstein, and it's so it's a thing. It's made by evil scientists. It's engineered. It doesn't know what. And it is. why all of a sudden do we want to make Biddy Wong evil? I, yeah, well, to, you know, to be fair, Henry Wu in the book is oh, not a good guy. His true. character is is like a Frankenstein character, mm. more so than John Hammond. He's very arrogant. He's mm. very full. He's like, no, what I have done is genius and it's brilliant. And his hubris gets the best of him, ultimately. Like, he, you know, he's... Yeah, buddy, be one. <laughs> I remember being sad at the end of that movie because the Indominus it's created it's alone it's trapped by itself it, it, I'm like it is the monster it doesn't know what it is it's hunted and at the end all the and, and it's supposed to be like the triumphant all oh, the T-Rex they're all teaming up but I just thought this poor fucking thing doesn't know what it is it doesn't know where it is. It doesn't. It, it's totally alone, and now it's getting ganged up on. And the movie's like, "Hooray!" Yeah, you know the Jurassic World series. By the way, Jurassic World is like the fourth highest grossing film in history. That breaks my heart. I just want you to think about that for a minute. Yeah. That's insane. Well, there's no accounting for taste. You got that right. <laughs> Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, what a prophetic, you know, fucking subtitle for a movie, though. Fallen Kingdom. Oh, yeah, no. it sounds about right. Oh, God. And now we got, and then I guess there's the new one that's supposed to come out at some point called Dominion. Um, and I thought I, this one was going to be Jurassic World Chode. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been. Oh, the Chode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What cynical filmmaking. And everybody shits on Star Wars, the new Star Wars movies, but I'm like, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I'm. I just like the Jurassic. The, the Jurassic World movies are far more like against humanity than any of the Star Wars films. They're far more like you don't give a fuck about anything, That's asshole. You're an asshole. You bought a ticket to this movie. Fuck. Fuck you. you. What do you want? You want dinosaurs? Okay, go fuck yourself. It's just. It's off. At least Jurassic Park three. Was 85 minutes long. Yes, it's an adventure. There's not much to it. It's an adventure. Sam Neill's charming as hell. He is. It's got a talking raptor. Oh, Alan. <laughs> oh, that is. It's memorable. I always liked that scene. I, I, I always thought it was really oh, funny. God. Oh, no, it's not It's not a good thing. But, like, yeah, it's a It's a little dinosaur wrong. Excuse me while I go into the bathroom and kill myself. <laughs> so, uh, the Jurassic Park <laughs> series... <laughs> Uh, really goes somewhere, doesn't it? Um, well, on a better note, Chris, you you mentioned a movie uh, earlier that I I wasn't sure I would want to consider uh, a dinosaur film, but you you schooled me on it. Yeah, I mean, it's the beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms. You know, there's testing it, that's going on out there, and they unleash a rotosaur or yes, something, right? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, and granted, it's you know at the, at the time you know paleontology was not quite what it was or what it is now there were still brontosauruses but uh this this (laughs) this prehistoric creature you know rises from the depths and starts attacking coastal cities and everything and ultimately it is put down by this random soldier who's assigned to shoot a bazooka at it while it's crawling on top of a fucking wooden roller coaster of all places they set that thing on fire, and then Lee Van Cleef 
Get out of They're town. Fucking Lee Van Cleef is the soldier, which, I mean, it's a bit part, so it's early in Lee Van Cleef's career. Okay, so it's like Clint Eastwood in Revenge of the Creature. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah. yeah. Clint Eastwood is a scientist. Well, we got a lot of Clint Eastwood tonight, <laughs> hey, didn't we? Yeah. All right. I love me some Lee Van Cleef, though. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, so God. do I. So, yeah, Lee Van Cleef uh, shoots a bazooka at this thing. And, I mean, it's it's Harryhausen once again. and uh, Early Harryhausen. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, I think, one of the first times that I remember seeing, you know, like, a dinosaur eating a human yeah, being. Yeah, it eats the cop, ah! pulls him right out of the car, yeah. like, or from the car. No, he's it's standing great. in the street shooting at it. Yeah. And then just comes down and eats oh, him and then okay. does the whole, <clears throat> tosses him and then swallows him, yeah. There's some newer movies, uh, like uh, Chris's favorite film of the last five years. <laughs> Velocipaster! <laughs> and I have to say, I was... I, I was disappointed. <laughs> well, you, I remember you texted me, and you're like, Velocipaster, dude, come on, let's watch it. And I was like, no. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right away from the title. I don't like that smirking title. I can, like, I, I can hear. I, I know, but right. I, 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 I had to. I'm like, smirking I saw the that and, and immediately storage. just started laughing my ass off when I saw the title. I said, I got to fucking check this thing out just for shits and giggles. Now, how did you feel when you watched it? Uh, I don't think I made it 10 minutes into yeah. the movie and said, this is a fucking turd. I'm not a big fan of those wink wink movies. I just don't think that that's how you do your comedy. I don't like, think like you Dead should. Dead Heist? I didn't see that one, but like Wolf Cop. Oh well, actually, Wolf Cop. There's something with Wolf Cop, man. I yeah, love Wolf Cop. Uh, see, yeah. I just I'll, I feel like there's like this uh, disconnect for me where I'm like, all right, smartass, all right, smarty pants. Well, yeah, but you know the the difference between Velocipaster and Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop is Canadian. <laughs> What's Velocipaster? Shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, there's a couple other quick ones. We've got Legend of the Dinosaurs, which I'm not familiar with, but I know that's from the 70s. That's, there's nothing really to say about that. And, of course, the probably the best title on this list is A Nymphoid Barbarian in Dinosaur Hell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a trauma movie. A trauma release. So. Yeah. I feel like I can hear the trauma announcer. Get ready yeah. for. Yeah, it was probably made under the title of, like, you know, probably, like, The Big Rock. <laughs> Gotta and then Lloyd Kaufman gets a hold of it. He's like, "No, no, no! We're gonna call it the fucking nymphoid barbarian dinosaur hell." <laughs> um, great title, fucking great title, and totally made in New Jersey. I'm sure. It's, maybe could very well have been, or it was made in like Europe somewhere, and he just took it and paid them no money whatsoever. Okay. But the last movie I want to talk about, as far as dinosaurs, was my other in line with one of my choices for tonight. Mm. It was between. Land of the Time Forgot, Carnosaur 2, and this movie, Planet of the Dinosaurs. Again, I had never heard of this movie until I was, like, scrolling. You know, every once in a while, I'm like, I'm going to watch fucking dinosaurs. I'm going to watch old stop-motion dinosaur bullshit today. <laughs> that's all I want to watch. I just, I, that's, sometimes it's it. And it's kind of hard to find those movies, but I found this movie, Planet of the Dinosaurs. Again, the late, great David Allen. It was one of his first projects. Amazing stop-motion dinosaurs. But the concept is, it's like these these spacemen crash on this planet, and they land on the planet, they get and it's like a, it, a motley crew of like weirdos and hot chicks and like angry men. And they crash land on this planet. They they open up the doors of their spaceship. They're like, oh, we can breathe the air. And then they start to swim in this lake to get out of their ship, only to get attacked by a water dinosaur of some sort that murders them 
And it, then all the dinosaurs, like, stop-motion dinosaurs, a guy gets gored in the stomach by a triceratops. Oh, like, it impales him. Um, blood. It's like a gory dinosaur movie, like, carnosaur, but with stop-motion effects. What year? It's, like, 74 wow. or something like that. Or or 77. Nice. Look, it's like a Don it's Dollar a film. It's like a backyard movie. It was made... It, I mean, the movie cost probably... Twenty bucks, fifty thousand dollars, and all the money was spent on film. You know what I mean? Like it's it's full of like the the hot chick down the street. We I I cast her in the movie and put her in some weird like alien costume, (laughs) and then we just hired this like kid to do the dinosaur effects. Turns out that he's a genius and he knows how to make dinosaurs look good. But Planet of the Dinosaurs is available to stream again, smokeable, and watch it. It's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, man. And like it's a it's a goofy movie that I feel like nobody ever has ever heard of it. And I haven't heard of it. Yeah, I'm maybe sold. for good reason. But I'm it's it's a, it's a very 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 silly movie. Um, and yeah, it puts me to sleep at night in the in the best way. It's like a warm blanket. Yeah, or like a wonderful hand job. <laughs> With a little teeny tiny T-Rex hand. Yeah, little T-Rex. <laughs> you want to hear something awful? Um, oh, when no. I was in college, oh my god. <laughs> this is fucking mean. I'm, cu- I'm going to cut this. I'm just telling you guys this. Just you know. <laughs> Cutting all of that. <laughs> well, this was a four-hour recording. I love that uh, I was like, look, we have to keep it under control tonight. <laughs> We have to keep it efficient. This is the longest one oh, that dear. we've done yet, um, but that's okay. There were a ton of movies that we could have picked. Ultimately, I'm very uh, happy with the choices, and I'm happy with the drive-in double feature that we have programmed, and uh, we hope that you, the audience, is too. However, if any of the movies that we talked about tonight sound interesting to you, I highly, highly recommend that you seek them out in some way, shape, or form, um, and don't make them part of your double feature. Make them part of your everyday life because there's nothing better than movies that were made just for people to be entertained by uh with the exception of the jurassic world series (laughs) seek out every single movie that we talked about here to this day because they were all made by people who actually care about what you the audience member thinks unlike the franchise that exists to this day uh, and is still going strong Um, you're my boy blue (laughs) Thanks again for listening. Uh, my name is Brandon Windish. I'm Chris Holcomb. And our guest, Jack Holloway. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being with us and drinking with us and having a good time with us. And talking Thank- some shit. Thank you guys for having me. It was awesome. <laughs> Catch you next time, bitch. See you later. Bye. Under 17, not admitted without parent.